You're watching a Facts with Fiona media production. I'm Fiona Moriarty, and this is the Fiona Moriarty Show. Hi, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to the 14th episode of the Fiona Moriarty Show, Season 2. I'm your host, Fiona Moriarty. This week, we went backstage with Lost Boy Crow at his live acoustic show at Winston House. The indie pop singer-songwriter, also known as Chris Blair, shares the story of leaving his Oregon roots behind for Los Angeles, pursuing his dreams and how he made them a reality. Let's go to our conversation with Lost Boy Crow. Hey guys, we are here with Lost Boy Crow backstage at Winston House for his first show here. This is going to be a live acoustic sack. How, how does it feel going into it? I'm excited. This is something new for me. I don't do a lot of acoustic or strip sets often. I love playing with the band. It's fun to kind of reimagine some of the songs and I'm going to play some some unreleased stuff too. So it'll be fun. Okay, great. So how did you come up? Like who is Lost Boy Crow? How did you come up with the name? It's a great question. Um, that was kind of like an alter ego I needed to step into when I was mm-hmm. when I first moved to LA many years ago. Um, and I was really just trying to come up with an original name at the time. And it was very common, I feel like at the time to mm-hmm. have like zeros instead of O's or like dashes. Like exactly. people were kind of, it was hard to come up with with a name that wasn't taken online. Exactly. Um, just as like, you know, being online became more popular. So for me, it was kind of just a combination of words that had their own separate meanings to me that I combined and then typed in. And there was nothing called Lost Boy Crow, which was pretty remarkable to me even at the time. Um, It wasn't anywhere on anything in any capacity. So I ran with it and kind of just took that on as, as my name. That's great. So I know you're actually in another band. Um, Two, actually. Two other bands. I know the other one is... 1990 nowhere yeah, yeah so were you lost boy crow before you were in that 1990 nowhere and then what's the other band that you're in yes so 1990 nowhere came about i think right before the pandemic okay um just really organic hanging out with some some new music friends and yeah. we couldn't help but write songs every time we went to hang out and yeah. so it's just like well we can't keep doing like collabs like exactly on each other's yeah, songs yeah, yeah. like we might as well make a band um so we did and we're still doing it uh and i'm in a different project called asking for a friend asking for uh, with okay. another friend dyson who's super talented and we were touring um with our respective solo projects years ago when we mm-hmm. met on that tour and again couldn't help but write songs together and um we kind of brought out the best in each other so decided to to make a band and put out music and it's pretty different from from the lost by crow stuff but it's fun yeah so how would you define your sound as lost by crow i mean it is like indie but it's also a little bit like folk i feel like a little bit of pop yeah it's changed a lot over the years yeah. it really has um i think it started off as kind of more of a a pop 
experiment with mm-hmm. a lot of R&B influences and some some indie influences as well. And the more comfortable I became writing on guitar again and starting the songs on guitar, which kind of happened around the Santa Fe album, Valley Heart album, indie pop album, so those last few, um, the more comfortable I became writing and starting those songs on guitar, I feel like the sound did shift towards more of like an indie rock influences came out, you know, the group loves the Tokyo police clubs, yeah. the built to spill. Tudor cinema club. Tudor cinema, all yeah. the clubs, all, the, all clubs. the clubs, all the clubs. Yeah. So how did you start getting into music? Is it like a lifelong thing or? No, it, it wasn't at all. I, but I, I say that not wanting to take for granted that I think music was always around. I was exposed to it in the sense that like we were fortunate enough to we my family inherited this piano from a family friend. So that was around, right? And okay. it wasn't something I necessarily loved or felt, you know, called to. Yeah. Uh, I think I was forced to do a couple lessons, as a lot of kids are. Yeah. Um, but I didn't love it at the time. But I, it was nice to have that around. Grew up singing, whether it was like in church or in school, just things that I didn't really have to think about. Like, oh, I'm I'm performing or I'm trying to be good. It was just exactly. kind of around. So when the opportunity, you know came to be in bands or to be in choir much later on in high school i think i i was ready for it and i hadn't realized up until then um until i was like 16 or 17 that i did love performing yeah i loved singing so so you're from portland Mm -hmm. and then you moved to la in like 2015 right 2014 2014 okay so do you feel like growing up in oregon influenced your music or like kind of coming to la you know i i don't I hadn't ever thought of it mm-hmm. as, as Oregon directly influencing it, but there's no way it, it couldn't have. Um, I think we're all kind of products of our environments. Environment, and, yeah. and I know when I meet a lot of people down here and I tell them I'm from Oregon, they're like, oh, that makes sense. I'm mm-hmm. like, does it? Awesome. Cool. Yeah. And I think it, it does. Um, yeah. Again, whether it was just being close in proximity to Portland, which mm-hmm. had a lot of my favorite bands and a lot of really interesting sounds kind of through the 2000s and the in the aughts as well um yeah i think being around portland was really influential i think being in oregon um yeah every every part of my environment for sure exactly so are you having so is are do you have like overlapping band members like are you going to be a single person up there tonight or do you have a band behind you you know, working on like guitar, bass, all that. I'm going to be a single person up there tonight. A single up there. In every artist. sense of the word. <laughs> um, yeah, just just me. Okay. But when you go out as Lost Boy Crow for shows, do you have a band with I you? try to. I okay. try to have a band every time. And ideally, I try and have a four-piece band, including four, okay. me. Um, that's just part of the way the records have been going sonically yeah. over the years, like just organic drums, bass, guitars. So that's kind of where the mm-hmm. sound has gravitated. And I try and take out as many people as I can. For sure. Yeah. So your number one song is Strawberry Sunscreen. What was the inspiration for that? Oh, man, that is a great question. So that was one that my now roommate actually sent me the track for. It was just like that little guitar, those four chords. Yeah. Um, he sent me this tiny little demo and so you came up with the lyrics for it yeah well no okay. so yeah so he sent me this track it was super simple it was just like what do you think um and it just sounded it was one of those rare songs where like you don't have to think about it like no, the don't. lyrics and the energy 
it, it wrote itself really. So I had just started seeing someone at the time and it was, you know, we were going into summer and there were all these influences and like, yeah. it felt, it, it kind of feels like what was happening, which is like opening up to, to love again and just this carefree, um, romanticism yeah. of life and of relationships in general. So yeah, it was, it was pretty easy to write. Once he sent those chords, I was, I was like, this thing's, you know, it, it wrote itself, just the melodies and the lyrics really. Um, I think the best songs, the melodies and the lyrics happen at the same time. And that's, that's one of those songs that just happened exactly. all at once. So. so is he in your other bands or no? He he's helped for sure. Okay. So he's helped produce 1990 nowhere. And then we just made a lost book Crow album together. So he's definitely involved for sure. Okay. Awesome. What's his name? Sam Beresford. Sam. Okay. Yeah. So he's, is he like your producer behind um, most of your tracks? It kind of changes over the years, but okay. he's definitely someone very close to me. And I'm l fortunate enough to have uh, a great circle of friends to kind of choose from for different occasions, yeah. different projects. And he and I just started making enough music together where we were like, I think we made it. I think we're making an album. Like, let's yeah. just intentionally finish this as an album. And I know you did the rework with aviv yeah, yeah. i oh, i, I actually her. even like i mean that female voice in it gives it another life i feel like so you re rework that you re recorded it or did you use the first like no the it first was, version it, it, and then you inserted it her was the same vocals. same record yeah okay. good question same recording we maybe added something uh sonically with like the drums but like okay. it was pretty much the same thing and we we're able to like drop her right in and yeah. she fit great and she's awesome yeah she's so good so do you think tiktok had any influence on your music like getting your music out there oh okay. promotions all of that <laughs> probably it yeah. probably should yeah. um i wouldn't say it has up until now but yeah, I was I was just talking to some artist friends about this. I'm I'm at a point where I I think a lot of people want to fight the machine or look exactly. at TikTok like as big a, tech and apps and all that. Yeah, as like these things that are um, kind of adding more work for the artist or taking away from their process. Exactly. And I totally see that, and I fought it in my own way for years. And right now, I'm just having fun. If you follow yeah. me on TikTok, like. I'm doing little basketball workouts. We're doing some some songs. Some like we're music, just having fun, yeah. and um, I think TikTok will definitely be a good vehicle for the for the next album for sure. So, how do you think Lost Boy Crow has evolved? Like from your first single to like your recent stuff, like Candy Wine, Strawberry Sunscreen, all of that. Do you think your sound has changed? Has it matured? I think it's changed drastically. Okay. And again, going back to just starting songs on the guitar. With yeah with just me and and I still love to collaborate with producers with friends but like when the song starts with just you in the room it's only yourself um I think that's a very special place for me at least especially lyrically and mm -hmm. and just energetically so I think it's it's gotten to the truer sense of me and a more carefree um a more carefree version of myself um yeah it's just a, hopefully that's what I'm doing every time is just peeling back uh layers and things that separate me and who i really am from people and that's all i want to yeah. do with music is connect with people because at the end of the day that's 
all we're That's here for. So yeah. yeah. So finally, what's the songwriting and composing process for you? You mentioned with like Strawberry Sunscreen, you got that little snippet demo from your friend, but do you kind of work acoustically acoustically first or do you go right into like Logic Pro and start? Yeah, it, it depends. I think ideally I've the majority of, of what we've done has always been um uh, the majority of what we've done has always been uh, acoustic, acoustic, just me in my room, no one else around, yeah. just kind of feeling out the vibes. And then for this next album, the majority of it was Sam and I experimenting with drum sounds. And then I would hop on bass and try and get into the groove of the song first, which is totally different from how I've done it. Mm -hmm. And I kind of wanted to get away from some of the singer songwriter pockets or feels that you yeah. can slip into when you're just starting songs on guitar so we were intentional about starting the song with drums and bass on this next album that's coming out um so that was that's that was really fun for me to be able to mix it up like so that. when's your next album coming what's next for that's lost great Boy question i probably shouldn't even have mentioned it okay. it's not announced yet but okay you don't you heard it here first <laughs> but uh you heard it here first um i'm sure it'll be out uh you know at some point next year okay hopefully okay awesome well this is lost boy crow we're about to hop on stage in about an hour yes. or so exciting this is the fiona moriarty show lost boy crow thanks for having me thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the fiona moriarty show before you go make sure to rate review and subscribe to the show on spotify apple podcasts and iHeartRadio. and for more behind the scenes footage of the show visit us at factswithfiona.com and follow me at fiona moriarty on instagram and facts with fiona on twitter see you next week